As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Welcome to Panther Puri, the podcast where we're supposed to talk Panthers hockey, but sometimes we don't. Here are your hosts, Alex Lopez, Jake Langsam, and TJ Peterson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Panther Puri. Happy Hanukkah, as this is being released. I am Jacob Langsam. Here with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Alex Lopez and TJ Peterson. And joining us once again, you know him, you love him friend of the show, uncle of the show from Florida Hockey Now, Uncle George Richards. George, how you doing tonight? Well, good evening. What's going on, everybody? You doing all right? Doing great. You know, I have a very important question for you tonight, George. A while ago, a little while ago, we had you on, uh, as we as we often do, uh, but Pokemon Scarlet and Violet have now been out for about a month, and you told me uh, that you would be starting with Fue Coco when those games came out. Uh, how's yes. that uh, How's that going for you? How's your Fue Coco doing? <laughs> It's it's been really good. I mean, better than anticipated. Um, my Fuacoco game is strong. Um, listen, nobody loves Pokemon's more than I do. I mean, that's just <laughs> you know, that's just <laughs> honest truth. I mean, I couldn't couldn't tell you anything about it. So very good. It's going great. Terrific, very, terrific, very Jerry. Glad to hear that your Fuacoco is is doing well. That makes me very happy to hear as a, as a fellow going. trainer. The Kaylee uh, Kuwako, what? <laughs> yeah, there you go. The Kaylee Fuecoco. That's you know what I actually like that a lot. That's a great nickname Wait, for a hold Fuecoco. on. I need to think of uh I need I need to think about a few things right now. <laughs> He's gonna have to start over his late last save. Yeah, hold Fuecoco on. Actually, I just it. finished my Fuecoco playthrough. You have to do it again now. I, I named I named mine after uh because Fuecoco evolves into a musical creature right, with bones right. all over him. Uh, so my thought was the Disney movie Coco for inspiration for a nickname, which is one of my favorite Disney movies. That's an outstanding movie. My I wife like wants to have an ofrenda. Aw, that's so sweet. So we've 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 breached the non-sports nonsense. So let's get to the sports that everybody wants to talk about. Everybody wants to hear us talk about, the and that's the World Cup final. Oh, what a great holy, game. Holy, holy, holy Okay, shit. wait. Un- unironically, yes, this is something we should talk about. What a, what an amazing game of soccer. I should More say, twists. what an amazing 75 minutes. What an amazing last 75 minutes. <laughs> yeah, because the first, I mean, that, that second Argentina goal was beautiful. It was. But yeah, you're right. The first 75 minutes, it kind of looked like Argentina was kind of just walking to the title and then France woke up. And all of a sudden, game on. And like the last five minutes in particular of st- of extra time. Yeah. Oh, my uh, goodness. I, I can't remember a sporting event that had me like more just like, you know, the ripple effects of whatever happens in the next few minutes are going to be so widely felt. And finally, Messi has his World Cup. More importantly, Messi will be playing in South Florida very, very soon now this that he has true. his World Cup. But moving on away from soccer, because we've got George on to talk about hockey, guys. We could talk <laughs> about uh, the Miami Fusion or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Ray, Hud- <laughs> Ray Hudson. Ray Hudson, my man. 
He's still around here. Yeah. We used to hang out we back in the day. That's another story. He's a funny guy. I, oh, I yeah. heard nothing but outstanding things about he's, a, he's, he's an absolute. Yeah, no, this the, that's an off-season episode with George. We're, we're going to need to get some stories there. We'll uh, get Ray Hudson summer. as well. We'll get George and Ray Hudson. <laughs> yeah, he ain't going to remember me. Trust me. <laughs> that's a shame. You know, I was going to. He'll probably pretend gonna, that he. We'll did. get George and Ray. The three of us will stay silent, and you two will just reminisce, and that will <laughs> be the episode. He remember from those days. <laughs> Too many yuhus during those times. Oof. That, I forget the name of the, the the place right over by Lockhart, man. That place that was a fun. Anyway, so in the last week, the Florida Panthers have shut out the Columbus Blue Jackets, defeated yes. the uh, the division leading New Jersey Devils, and I can't remember what else happened. I, it was they just those they two lost. Games. They lost to the Penguins and they lost to the Bruins last night. Two and two in the past week. Yep, that seems to be the Panther season. It's just they can't no get momentum. Anything, but, yeah, no yeah. run going like. They're just hovering around 500, which is not a place you want to be in the NHL. No, like they're position. I mean, they're. They, I mean, the, the points right now they're on pace for 84. Oof. You know, I know that I know yeah. the stats don't suggest this because I've been looking at that, and I'll get into what the stats actually do suggest. But watching this team, it's it feels like it's always something. Like yeah. at the beginning of the season, they couldn't score, and they had 45 shots on goal every night, still couldn't score, and now. They scored three goals last night against the Bruins. I think that if you would ask them before the game, like, hey, you could take an offer right now where you score three goals guaranteed, you know, would they take that offer? Yes, absolutely. Because the Bruins, they're the, one of the best teams in the league, probably the best team in the league at this point, and very stout defensively. That's one of the biggest reasons why, because uh, Linus Olmark, despite giving up that goal to Eric Stahl, which we should also talk about the fact that Eric Stahl somehow has two goals now. Yeah, he's been yeah. on a bit of a heater recently. That was a nice shot by him. Uh, when was his first goal? His, uh, Seattle. Yeah, his first he, goal was Seattle on uh, December yeah, so was like That was a couple of weeks ago. But, yeah, he's starting to heat up a little bit, and they've needed it. I mean, listen, he's getting more minutes. He's playing technically the third line because, you know, with all the injuries and stuff. <laughs> right. So he's getting he's getting more minutes mm-hmm. um, than what he was getting. I think he was you know, between 10 and 12. And now it's, you know, 15, 16, 17, um, which is too much. But um, again, I mean, yeah, we haven't talked about this. I mean, it's just, you know, with 20 players on the roster and three of them are the Stahl brothers and and Patrick Hornquist, it it doesn't lead much for rest. And, you know, you want to manage this roster. And with a 23-man roster, you can. You can give Hornquist a night off. You can give Mark Stahl or Eric Stahl a day off. You can't do it now. Kind of maybe you can now once everybody gets healthy again. Um, and Hornquist is still on long-term IR. But, you know, and that's been the thing. They've looked wore out in games. I mean, yeah. coming off that road trip and this, you know, I'm, I'm not Mr. Excuse Maker, but look at it. I mean, who comes back from a five-game Western Canada trip to play three games in four nights? No, you know, it's just, you know, not really heard of. Um, yeah, but, the schedule hasn't been doing them favors. Yeah, and, you know, look at this. Look at this weekend. You, you you play in Boston. You fly home to play New Jersey just to go back to New York. I mean, yeah, it's a weird schedule kink, isn't it? Yeah, you stay you stay up there usually, and you play all the teams in the match. You know, whatever. You take the train, do whatever you got to do. You know, they could have played you know somebody else up there, and then played the Islanders, and then gone on Christmas break. But no, they got to come all the way back here, play the Devils, go right back. So, yeah. listen, the schedule hasn't been great for them, but it never is. It never is. Florida right. never has a good schedule, right? I mean, 
I've heard Dale Talon complain about it for, for 10 years. Um, and it wasn't until I went to cover and I was always like, Dale, come on, come on, everybody. Then I went to Columbus for a year and saw the schedule they had where everything was an hour away. You know, it, it is a big difference. And it, you know, these guys do fly, you know, first class and stay first class, but it, it does take a toll, especially when you've got teams like Washington, Philadelphia, New York, that, you know, they hop on a train or a bus and play a game and then they're home in their beds. Right. I mean, it, it's it's the evil of the way these divisions were set up. The Panthers and the Lightning are essentially in a division with all of can all of the Canada Eastern Conference teams. Right. And, and that's Boston. for ticket sales. As right. You know. right. Right. It's right. to help the Panthers out ticket sales wise. Right. But the team suffers. They constant sure. every year they're in the top three in the NHL in terms of miles traveled. They're in the top three in the NHL in terms of back to backs and miles traveled. Like, you know, you always hear the the northeastern teams complain about all the back to backs they play. But George, you made the, the point right there. Their back to backs are train rides. Yeah. You know, they're not flying, you know, they're not playing here and then flying to Buffalo. Right, that back to back for the Rangers is playing at home on a Tuesday and playing at the Islanders, you know, on right. big big deal. Or the Devils, or like, yeah, I mean, it's right. yeah, or, 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 or Newark. Or Newark is a stone's or, or throw from the city. Like, you know, yeah, you can you can take the path train. You can literally take a subway from MSG to uh, Prudential Center. I mean, look there when you, you want when you want to fly into New York, there are three airports you look at. You look at LaGuardia. You look at JFK. You look at Newark. I never look at JFK personally. It's too well, far. You're... I don't like JFK either. I'm JFK a, I is like... like half a mile from LaGuardia. No, I it's like not. Look... I know. I'm exaggerating, but they're so close to each other. Relatively. Point being that that's that's three teams in a division that are all like within like they're 20 right miles there. of each yeah, other. Right yeah. There. So anyway, so that said, so you've got a 20-man roster. You've got this schedule going. You've got illness and pestilence and whatever you've got going on you know these guys are going through a lot right now and Mm -hmm. you know nobody's happy with the results i know that right you know i i can i see that but i don't think that's really but but you should they should this team should is good enough to win three in a row i mean they've only won two in a row what four times they they haven't even had a winning streak yet because you can't it's not a winning streak till you get three that's the yes. Rule. If you've seen so they, Major they League, had, we all know. <laughs> yeah, they've had a couple losing streaks, but they haven't had any winning streaks. Yeah, I keep waiting for this team to turn it around. And someone mentioned it the other day, and I was just like, the light, the light bulb kind of turned out. I was like, oh shit, they're right. This is really starting to feel like last year's Las Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, where and the, similar problems too, eh? Yeah, the there's injuries. They can't field they. They're, they're icing or rosters of 17, 16 skaters more often than not. Like it's just one problem after another. And you get to the last month of the season and it's like, holy shit, how is this team outside of the playoffs? And here the Panthers are. Right. right. It, the similarities. Uh, yeah, but let's listen. The Vegas was a little more extreme because look at the West last year. Look at the, some of the teams that made it right. over. Yeah. Vegas. That was, I mean, Florida's now competing with some heavy hitters there for that lack. Because yeah. let's, let's be realistic. Florida's fighting for one of two wild card spots. The top three in the Atlantic looks set right now. It right. does. Um, so, so who are the Panthers battling it out with? You're looking at Washington. You're looking at the Rangers. You're looking at the Rangers, I guess, are in third now in the Atlanta, in the Metro. Yeah, but they could fall back to the pack easily. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You got you got Pittsburgh and Washington, whose average ages are forty five. 
Panthers ain't got, much younger right now. That, you know, that's yeah. not a bad point. You got the Islanders, who are a goalie and nothing else. That's correct. And then above you is Buffalo. The Panthers are behind the Sabres right now. Yeah, that's good. The Sabres have the most goals in the league. That's insane. Thompson. How many of those goals belong to Tage Thompson? The answer is 25, I believe. Probably about half. 26 yeah. now, actually. Jesus. So, heart uh, trophy? Seriously. We got to think about it now. No, you don't get the heart unless you make the playoffs. How weird would it be is if Buffalo edges out the Panthers and the that, starting goalie is Craig Anderson? <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Wait, I George, George, I'll do you one better. Devin Levi gets called up for the for the Sabres playoff push. He'll he'll be there, right? This is his last year in college. <laughs> yeah. So he, and he, he leads won't, the NCAA. He won't, he won't play. He won't play another year. So he'll be in the system. Yep. Yeah. Quick question on Tate Thompson, just because the rumor was out that uh, he could have been had for a fifth round pick, and teams turned Buffalo down. Were the Panthers one of those teams? Just to you know, put no. another deck. Okay. You don't know. Okay. No idea. Because I know it was high end teams that were turning around, turning down Tate Thompson for a fifth. And really, I would have. I would have said no. Everyone yeah, would back have. then, absolutely. This for is a fifth, of... for a fifth round pick. Yeah, but, but he was a nothing player. He had done nothing. What's a fifth round pick? Not, but but Wait, what's a player that's more than answer nothing? that? I know you. you well, <laughs> now you say that, but like, I mean, the the, the comparable would be like Greg, uh, Alexi Heponiemi or Gregory Zanisenko. Like, if you're another team, where you're giving up a fifth round pick for those guys? Yeah, I know. probably give up a fifth, fifth for one of those guys. Yeah, all right. Probably a not Heponiemi because he literally cleared waivers. But he, I think Denisenko would probably go for like a fourth. George, yeah. just to answer your question, a fifth Although round pick is Alex McGilney. Good. A fifth round this- pick is Jamie Ben. A fifth round pick is Hall of Famer Sergey Zubov. Uh, I mean, how many good fifth round picks have the Panthers had? Dan uh, Boyle. They currently have Gustav Forsling, who was a fifth round pick. I know they didn't draft him. <laughs> no, th- no. Listen, I, I agree. Every draft pick, you, you, yeah. yeah, but but still, I mean, how many does anybody ever hit on? Right, uh, Christopher Steeg, fifth round pick. Steeger, <laughs> he's a good dude. Funny guy. Zach Hyman, drafted by the Panthers, never played a game for them. Zach Hyman is a fifth round pick, drafted by the Panthers, though. Yeah, Dale still Dale stood his ground. Hey, here's a good one. Fifth round pick, Billy Lindsay. That's a good one. Legend. We we need to call Billy All right, right now. Get him on. Yeah, never say. never trade your fifth round picks again. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, we're we're gonna get Billy on again and say, you know, George said we shouldn't have traded a fifth for Tage Thompson. How do you feel? <laughs> well, George I mean, the, fifths are worthless. The, the I mean, What's the athletic a had a great pick, article. Said George Richards. <laughs> the athletic had a great article on this saying like all the lessons that bad GMs are going to learn from Tage Thompson. And it's just like, you know, you never give up on your failed prospect because, you know, you never know when that fourth liner is going to turn into gold and just all of these bad never. lessons. And exactly like what George just said, you never trade your fifth round pick. You absolutely trade your fifth round pick. If there's a guy you think can be something, because even if you get five NHL games out of that fifth round pick, you trade it. That's more than you're likely yeah. going to get out of the draft pick. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, there's, you know, so few and far between uh, as far as quality players. When you get to the fourth, the fifth, the sixth round, I mean, hey, Mackenzie Weger was a seventh round pick. Yeah, we know. I mean, he right. was like the only seventh round pick, the only player in that draft that's ever even made it to the NHL. It's, you know, it's just one of those rare things. So and I, I got to follow up because you looked like you were about to give us a story on Dale Talon and Zach Hyman. What, what do you mean you by Dale? Story, right? I mean, that the reason why Zach yeah. Hyman didn't play here? 
Well, he wanted to go straight to the NHL, yeah, right? He wanted to, yeah, because, I mean, he felt like he was underdrafted. Uh, he definitely matured as a player at Michigan. Um, you know, he was going to go be a free agent. He was going to go back for a senior year, I think it was. Or he was a senior. I forget he was a was. senior. He was a senior at Michigan and wanted to go right to the Panthers. And I forget what season it was, but it was one of those years where the Panthers were right on the fringe where they were, you know, five points out, but two games in hand, one of those seasons like this one. Um, And Dale was like, no, we have too many, too many guys working their tails off in Springfield or San Antonio or wherever. And we're not going to do that. Um, So that was the end of that. So I was always, I, mean, so, I guess they traded him to Toronto for a seventh round pick. Yeah, at the end, at the, at the summer. And Greg McCag. Greg McCag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, the story I'd always heard, which was that it got to the point where, you know, Hyman knew he was going to be a free agent. He said, I was only going to play for Toronto. But maybe that was the story that got put out there to ease the skids of another bad move by the Panthers. No, that could but, be, but, but no, but I, you know, we were, you know, Dale was talking about this. This wasn't something that was said in July, June or July before the trade. This was being talked about in February, March. I mean, I remember right. talking to him at a, at a, in a press box saying, Hey, what are you doing with this guy? He just had three, you know, he just had two goals against Ohio state. Is he going to be with you guys? He wants to be right here. It's, it was just one of those things. So, you know, I, I think if he would have been promoted to the Panthers, the Panthers would have kept him. But I, I don't just know. You might be sure, right. That but... might have that might have been just Dale covering his tracks that the kid was never going to sign yeah. there, cool. and he was just telling me that. I, you know, you could be right. Sure. As as uh, long as we're talking about Zach Hyman, I do just want to say uh, to Zach Hyman, if you're listening, Happy Hanukkah, buddy. Absolutely. <sighs> um, so to to close the loop of what I was saying earlier, if you look at the stats, despite what uh, Knight's performance last night would tell you. The Panthers have actually gotten league average goaltending this year, which is, you know, not far from their position in the standings, I suppose. So you could say, well, that's contributing to the issue. You know, if you're a good team, you want good goaltending. But the real problem has been that they are not converting on their chances, especially at any situation other than five on five. Shorthanded, they haven't converted on their chances. On the power play, they haven't converted on their chances. Four on four, three on three, haven't converted on their chances. That's the story of the season, really. Oh, absolutely. I mean, special teams have had bad streaks, have had good streaks, and, you know, they just haven't been – They haven't. the Panthers just haven't put anything together. Like Alex was saying, it's always something. Um, you play a great game against Calgary, and Knight gives up five goals. Um, the whole month of November, whenever Sergei Bobrovsky got in net, he was horrifically bad. Um and he's over that now, it appears. Yeah. Oh, Bob is great. Bob, Bob looks like Bob again. And yep. there's games where he's losing five to one. And you're like, well, he's a third star of the game because it should have been 11 to one. Right. I mean, um, they just haven't been able to put any. And that's why. And that's why they've they, you know, only won two straight games four times a season and sit at 84 points for the season because mm-hmm. they haven't put anything together. They haven't been healthy all year. Um, and you know, they, they're going to have to figure something out. Now, what they didn't figure out was that Boston was going to take off and run with, with, with the Atlantic. Um, and now like, is like, you know, it looks like the three spots are taken. 
I think Florida came into this season like, well, we'll compete for one of those three spots. And yeah. regardless of if, if, if this is, is if this is a transition year, we're going to be in the in the mix for one of those three. Don't worry about it. And they're not. They're not in the mix for one of those three. They're going to be shooting for a wild card. Unless they go on one of those Gerard Gallant, you know, 12-game, 13-game winning streaks or something. And this team obviously has the talent to do that. So, I mean, but – you know, they haven't even won three in a row yet. Let's, right. you know, well, let's see if ba- they based on those first. teams, you don't even really need that much talent to do that. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got, you got, you got two weeks worth of puck luck and, and you've rattled off six straight. But yeah. I think George is absolutely right. Like this team needs to focus on winning three in a row before you start talking about winning, you know, six or seven. If you, like, if you could get, if you could get, if you could get wins tomorrow against New Jersey, this is Wednesday night against New Jersey. Um, and, and then beat the Islanders or get a point out of the Island, get three, you know, three out of the next four points, go into the break. Um, and, and then, you know, let her run from there. I, I, I think you're going to be, I think they're going to be okay. I think they're going to be fight, but I think they're going to be in a real dog fight for those. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to look at some of these games and say, boy, you really want to have that one back. Yeah. Not last night, not last night, but the, that, you know, losing to Boston, there ain't no shame in that game. Um, but like we say, that Bobrovsky game, that game in Columbus last month, you know, you'd love to have that one. Back. <laughs> oh, Chicago and Philly, that back to back. Arizona. Yep. Yeah, losing. Yeah, losing at Arizona State. Yep. <laughs> yep. Man. Um, so I looked at most of the odds, and right now, I Dom has always been very optimistic, and I think that their Panthers are still over 80% in his, but they used to be over 90, and they've dropped. Yeah. Right. Uh, Vegas implied odds are somewhere around 60, 40 that they'll get in. Uh, Money Puck has them, I think, at like 64%. So the people that uh, do this a lot, you know, and, and in Vegas's case, they have money on the line. They still think that the Panthers are getting in, but it's getting a lot thinner in terms of their opportunity to make up for the lost ground yeah. that we've talked about all season long. It's like, okay, you know, you can afford to lose games against Chicago, Arizona, whoever, the other teams that we talked about, if you make it up later in the season, and they haven't. Like, that that Pittsburgh game, that's a great example of a game where you can make it up. You know, they, they, they outplayed Pittsburgh on the night. I think that we can say that and not, you know, really be stretching the truth. And the fact of the matter is that Jari stole the game, and they got two incredible breaks on the power play. And that's how they ended up winning. And I mean, these things can pile up. I mean, we talked about Vegas last year. They also got really unlucky. They also were not healthy. And I, I've seen some thoughts of the idea is like, oh, well, the expected goals wouldn't be this, you know, out of whack. Like the goals and expected goals wouldn't be this far out of whack just by chance this deep into the season. And my response to that would be, yeah, they would. Yeah, they could. It could totally happen. And that's the, the, uh, scary thing about the way that the season is going is they can play well and still lose. And it seems like that's where it's going. Yeah. No doubt about it. Where's their, what's their goal differential? Zero. Zero. Literally oh, everything you, is. Yeah, you you want to talk about how average this team is right now? Their goal differential 33 games in zero, but they yeah. still have more loss than wins, which is another like factor of bad yeah, luck. That's, just, they that's always seem to I, lose. That I wanted to talk about because like, I, I don't want to get on a whole Paul Maurice train right now, but the whole thing about like playoff hockey, there are no overtime losses in the playoffs as we are all very well aware. 
So our playoffs, our playoff hockey record right now is 15 and 18. That's a losing record. You're not you're not getting far. You're not getting deep with with a 15 and 18 record. And I mean, there are losses that like they could drag into overtime. It feels like some nights like they they very well should have gotten that game last night against Boston into overtime. I mean, how do you score three goals and lose in regulation? That shouldn't happen. When you allow seven is how. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't want to make this a huge thing, but like Spencer was atrocious. Like the first four goals, and then I, I didn't watch the third period, but I heard the sixth goal were just all terrible. Should never have gone in. By and, goal number well, six. Well, the, well, the, uh, the sixth one, I think, went off the post, and then there was a rebound, I think. That was that the right? fifth one. That, that was, was the fifth one. one. That was the fifth one. That so that made a five. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't blame him for that, but he also looked yeah. totally lost. He, he was did. lost he even did. on his saves. The, uh, as the, the goal six was the Bergeron snipe, I think, right? Yeah, Bergeron had both in the third. Yes. Regardless, I'll, as a goalie, when you step in, especially coming off an illness rather than an injury, everything is off, and just. You're and you could see it with from from the absolute very beginning, even on the saves Knight was making, he was uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, he was, he was just I, again, I don't want to get into a Maurice bashing session. I can tell George doesn't buy his facial expressions, but I really, <laughs> no, 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 I, I really don't understand the decision bash away for all seven of those. Like, yeah. I know Bob had played six in a row, but you, you got to do right by your. You yeah. got to do right by your 21-year-old goalie who's clearly not like he's not ready for an NHL game when that's the type of performance he's putting out there. Then I, I, I thought they were going to pull him after the first period, but I, yeah, I, I was going to say that wasn't there to ask him. I was there maybe a thought that hey, we pulled him in Winnipeg, we don't want to pull him in the next one. Um, you know, we don't want to. Why'd they play him in Boston? Because he he he's he's a Boston guy. I mean that's. And- also, That's Bob had started like six straight games. Yeah, yeah Bob he's been started, playing but, well. But Bob's used to this. Bob wants to play. Bob's used to I me. Mean, last year, he put, the first 10 games of the season, he started nine of them or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's not like a big deal. It wasn't a back-to-back. You could have started Bob. You could yeah. have put, you know, I, I'm sure there was a whole bunch of factors going on. Who knows? Bob might have the flu. That could be true. Maybe like everyone on the team available, that's, and we don't that's know. That's true. Something, something's Bob going around the food. Panthers' locker room. He may not have been available. He was a backup. That was it. They were like, this is your game, Spencer. I don't know. Could be. Yeah. It was interesting. Speaking of that, who's currently sick on the Panthers right now? Because I know Lundell has been either sick or now he's got an injury. I think he's both. Lundell, from what from what Paul told me was, I was like, okay, so which is it? Because it was first he was hurt, then he was sick. He was like, no, actually, he was sick and hurt. Um, <laughs> he says it's an upper body, so it's either like a shoulder or, or something. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, he basically said he got sick at the right time because he was hurt. But at first <laughs> it was upper body because, remember, he left that game, I believe, in Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. He left the upper body. Did, well, no, no, no. It, Whatever, yeah, Vancouver, and then Seattle, he couldn't play. Um, and then he got so sick. He was so sick, they left him in Seattle. They, he didn't even go with the team. They left him at the hotel in Seattle and flew him back to South Florida like three days later. He was that sick. Um, but he was hurt because, remember, he got he, he got something happened, two shifts in yeah. to the yeah. first. He went to the room, came back out, played two shifts, and was done. Yeah, yeah. you don't give it a go if you're sick. Correct. Yeah. 
Correct. Yeah. So basically, so, he, so, so it is an injury slash illness. He would have been out regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically, whatever that is that Barkov had, they were trying to keep out of the room, got into the room anyway. And well, now Barkov had pneumonia, apparently, and that's a bigger difference. Yeah. Yeah. Than having flu. Yeah. One yeah. of our, yeah. One of our finish... great again, and then got hurt. Like yeah. one of our Finnish listeners, and I and I actually should give them a, a shout out on this. They sent the uh, the article from Finland that he that uh, his father had pneumonia yeah. also, and yeah. apparently that. Well, that's uh, where we're all getting it from. We're all getting that from his dad. His dad said pneumonia. So, and that would explain being out for two weeks, right? I mean, yeah. you had pneumonia. Yeah. That that yeah. that's some nasty stuff. Yeah, that, if you've that, ever had pneumonia, that, which I, yeah, it's you like you lose yeah. twenty pounds in a week. Yeah, it, it's yeah. nasty stuff. And I should get pneumonia. Um, no, it's not good. Twenty pounds, Jacob. <laughs> no, you don't want it. You don't want it. Regard, you know. It's so like so anyway, so coke you just to lose weight. Sick, everybody, I think everybody's sick. I mean, because I've been in that room the other night. I I said, yeah, Kachuk is sick. And, you know, yeah, he, he, doesn't he want missed to, the game. Yeah, well, the, the, he missed the game after that because I was—I looked at him at the sitting at his his locker stall. I think the Panthers had won the game, and he doesn't want to talk. Kachuk always wants to talk. Kachuk wasn't talking; he looked like death warmed over. He was sick. Yeah, and uh, the, everybody's getting it. Like I, I think Paul Maurice had it because he was, you know. <laughs> And it coincides with him playing the worst he's played all, and that's not bad. He's still he's still the best player on the team. Yeah. But like we haven't seen the Kachuk that we saw for the first thirty games, the last mm-hmm. three nights. Like mm-hmm. he's clearly sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I just, actually want to I want to relay that into some things that have gone wrong this season. We can talk about. And Matthew Kachuk is really one of the few guys that this doesn't apply to. Like the star players haven't played like they did last year. Yeah, Ekblad and Barkov. In particular, have not played like they did last year. No, and and, and you look at some of the losses that they've had. The, the stars have been invisible. Um, you know, you look, you look when you're, you know, when you're being led by uh, Etulu and I mean, he's your star. Um, <laughs> you know, that's really not, you know, the best option there. But I mean, no. but he's been he's been great now. Now, Lusteranen has been terrific. I'm not. I'm not. I just that just name just popped into my head. But yeah, you um, need your best players to be your best players, though. I have. You know, you, you you're not seeing a lot of consistency from like Sam Bennett. Uh, yeah. Reinhardt's really heated up. I mean, let's let's not forget yeah. it took him 13 uh, games to get a get his. Took first him a goal. long time. 13 games, and then he got two in Anaheim, and he's been on a nice rip ever since. So he's third. third doing a story tomorrow on on Reinhardt third on the team in goals and fourth in points out of you know after not doing anything for an entire month so that's either yeah he's either you know really hot or that's telling you how bad the panther scoring has been this year that he's been able to rocket up the list and it's probably a combination of both because he's still not even at a point per game i i want to make two points there george uh the first i think sam bennett actually has been quite consistent uh, respect and with respect to uh, his Panthers tenure, and that he seems to always be taking penalties at the <laughs> worst possible true. moment. Yeah, uh, he's been and also and also that. the best possible moment, and also the moment that's in the middle because he's always taking penalties. <laughs> and the other the other uh, piece of consistency that I do want to mention on a more serious note is Carter Hagee. Oh uh, yeah, okay, okay, who has yeah, been fantastic, <laughs> uh, leading the team in goals. Uh, as it as it relates to your point about Sam Reinhart being third or fourth, I believe Carter is uh, number one on that list. Yeah. Uh, star for scoring sixteen or seventeen goals, I think, in thirty three games, it. He's something, something it. like that. He's on a forty goal pace. 
behind his back goal yesterday. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, that was Love. unbelievable. That was that was sick. I mean, Verhage's awesome. We've talked about this the entire tenure of the show. Even before he was in the NHL, we were talking about him. Not really. <laughs> but um Toronto Maple Leaf, Carter Verhage was a topic of conversation. Yeah. And, right, and, and <laughs> not in terms of scoring, but in terms of defense, Ekblad, and, and I know that this is gonna sound like, you know, one of the lazy social media takes, but Ekblad's defense has been really bad this year and the stats back it up. Like I, I hope that he's just sick because otherwise he's had a major regression and it might be yeah. because he's no longer playing with Mackenzie Weger, but you know, some of the, some of the plays that he makes, it just, it just looks horrible. I, I think he's trying to overcompensate. I think he does look slower, right? I mean, mm-hmm. um, I didn't notice it in the first two games of the season because Me of such neither. a small yeah. sample yeah. size, but now that he's come back from a groin injury, um, I, I think it is noticeable. Um, but you know, he, he's looked good the last couple games. I mean, uh, who'd they play the other night? Uh, against the New Devils, Jersey. I thought he was he was absolutely terrific against New Jersey, and he wasn't yeah, bad yet. I agree. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where he just needed uh, it just needed some time. I don't know. I mean, because listen, he was out for ten games, and we didn't see him on the ice till like there were two games left in that yeah. LTIR. Um, he was so he he spent a good three weeks of that off the ice so it was a substantial deal maybe he needs surgery after the end of the year i don't know but um remember a strain is a tear yeah no yeah right yeah but you know but a strain doesn't need surgery sometimes because it's not significant tear um right but but maybe maybe as the season goes along it's progressively getting worse i i I have no idea you know Mm -hmm. yeah we don't know that very well could be but the results kind of speak for themselves. When we keep saying Ekblad is a lot slower this year, yeah. what would make you slower? Having a, gro- a nagging groin injury. Nagging groin injury would do it. Speaking of injuries, what's the status of Sasha Barkov? I don't know. I mean, they say day to day. I don't know. I mean, he's had problems with the knee before. Um, he got popped right on it with that stick from Nico. Um I don't know. We'll see what happens tomorrow. I mean, they yeah. said day to day. I wasn't there on that trip. I couldn't add, you know, somebody asked, how Sasha day to day. Okay. Next question. Uh, you know, I, yeah, you know, they're not going to, I'm not, not going to give go, you a lot. Do you think it's serious? What is, you know, well, he's day to day. So <laughs> yeah, but the, the, the angle of that cross check. Yeah. And the way his it, knee bent, that, 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 that feels like a week to week, not a day to day kind of, Thing, I, I would, we're playing Twitter I would be surprised if we 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 we, we don't see him till, till after the we, break. We are playing Twitter doctor, but also like this is the pattern of behavior of the of the Panthers. Like the 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 uh, after the game, they ask the coach, and they're like, "Oh, you know, he, he's probably fine. We'll see if he plays the next game." And then he doesn't play the next game, and after the game, they say he's day to day. Then he's out for four weeks, and then he doesn't end up playing until six weeks later. Yeah, yeah, but you know with the with the situation this team is in, I mean, you know, if if it's going to be a long while, they need they need the cap space. So, you know, I, you know, if you think the guy's going to be out six or seven games, well, you LTIR him because yeah. what's the difference? I mean, if you think he's yeah. going to be six or seven, then go for the go for the ten. Mm-hmm. So, which which does bring up the the next question, which has to be about Anthony Duclair, who. Mm-hmm everything we've seen about him is oh he's skating with the team now he's practicing uh he's, he's not he's, practicing 
He's not practicing no. yet. Okay. He's skating. He's, he's skating, skating not but not team. practicing. Okay. Yeah, he's skating. He's not yet. Yeah, he, the the only time I've seen him with the team was a morning skate. Okay. And basically so he did, he, did, he did nothing but skate to the circle and take shots. He wasn't up and down the ice. He wasn't going into nothing. He is just now getting onto the ice. Okay. So um, we've still so got a little bit to wait before Duclair comes away. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was told, I was told, you know, when, when uh, uh, Frank Saravalli said that, you know, it's imminent that he's returning. I was like, well, everything I've heard was it's <laughs> basically six weeks from the moment he steps on the ice. And that's yeah. being that's being nice. That's being expedient. And the Panthers yeah. are not going to be expedient on this thing. Number one for his health. Number, <laughs> Number two, two for the salary cap. For it. Wink, wink. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I tried to wink, but then I remembered we're on. Uh, this is an <laughs> audio. <laughs> this is an audio medium. Speaking of, we're on the air here. Yeah. TJ's headphones make it looks like make it makes it look like he has his ears pierced. Uh, but again, audio medium. So that's yeah. only for the three of us. So that's just us. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, Anthony Declare, you know, all, it, since we've said it since the summertime, all-star break, that's when you're yeah. looking. I mean, that's when you're looking at it. Um, so that's five weeks away, six weeks from last week. So like I said, uh, he, when we say he's, he was skating, he wasn't really doing anything other than have skates on. Um when the Saravalli thing came out, I asked and I said, am I missing something here? No, 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 no. He hasn't even started sprinting yet. So, mm, you know, okay. it wasn't even a close now. Now, yeah. Frank, Frank's got good source. I don't know who his source yeah. was. Yeah. Um, maybe it could have been an agent. I, I, I don't know. Um, a GM for an but, Atlantic's but, vision but rival. Maybe, that maybe somebody, somebody told him that Duclair was skating and that wasn't the case. Um, Frank didn't make that up. Somebody told him that. Yeah. He's broken a lot of Panther stories. Like he, I consider Maybe, him yeah. the person with the best Panther sources right now. Well, All right, guys. Well, I think I'm going to call tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in of the national guys, of course. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Frank's always good. Yeah. Frank's always good. Yeah. But it seems like Elliot's a step behind. Like over the summer, he was like, yeah, it looks like Bruno's getting the job, you know, and, and Frank was way, you know, early with the like, yeah, they're bringing in people. They're right, talking right. to people. Does doesn't I don't know. Like I don't know if he said like it's not going to be brunette, but Elliot was like it's probably going to be brunette. Right, right. No, I remember that. Um, and listen, I mean, a lot of the stuff that that some of the the newsbreakers get, they get that direct from the league. That's why their trade stuff is gold. They're getting it. They're not. This is well, I'm hearing this. When they say I'm hearing this, that means it's it's the trade calls being made. You know. So anyway whatever i'm not gonna get into that but yeah frank no, frank has great sources absolutely yeah frank frank's frank's worked his tail off to, to, to get sources around the league and no he does a real good job but and that said one of his one of his sources told him that 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 uh that duclair was skating um and my sources said they were, he wasn't and so there you go and there's really no reason for the Panthers to hide it. So, I mean, declares around every single day. It's not like he's in hiding or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Freeman, just because he keeps linking the Panthers to Eric Carlson, have you heard anything on that? Absolutely not. They've, they've I think that's this, wishful thinking. This this team is, is is already in cap hell. You're gonna you're gonna I right seriously unless it's for Bob. That's, that's what didn't make sense to me. Like well, how, uh, if it's how? for Bob, they make the deal. Yes, then you're actually making money on this. Thing. What about so in that, the off season though? Because do you guys all of a sudden, Carlson looked last year. Right. Oh, we all 
that was that was my when those was that was the contract everybody was talking about being the worst in the NHL, not Bob. That was the worst contract in the NHL last year. Was Carlson? No, I just because. Yeah, San Jose is going to try and move him because oh hey look that used car it sounds good today. You know it started right up this morning. Get it off the lot. Yeah, they retained. They retained, and they can. They can uh, sell one of the best defenseman seasons in a while, probably since Eric Carlson in 2017 when the Sens made the Eastern Conference sure, Final. Sure. Uh, at I don't know, you retain and sell them for seven, eight million bucks. All of a sudden, that's a bargain for that used car, George. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, but what you've you got what, right. four years left on. That's the problem. And TJ, I don't know if we've talked about this on the pod. It's actually, not I know this you and I went back year. and no, forth no, over Twitter, but yeah, right. Anybody. If his contract was expiring, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. No question. Oh, if, no if question. Yeah. Use it's UFA. the remaining years that that become the yeah. problem. If you're trading, here's... if you're trading for Carlson, you're betting that this isn't flash in the pan. You're betting Here, that here's... Carlson is back. Here's the problem that I see though. Like, there's this cab space hole because. Let, let's say that Bob can't be in the trade and that it's got to be over the offseason or later. There's this cap space hole that they have, and I don't know how they're going to fill it without a free agent signing or getting a distressed asset like Carlson is because of his contract. Because they don't have the assets to go out and trade for the Sam Reinhardt equivalent defense. Right, right, right. Unless they trade one of their big pieces. Yeah, um, which they won't do. Which which I don't think. I think they're, they've run out of those. Um, Sam Bennett doesn't even <laughs> apply. I mean, no, 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 right? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, Huberto and, 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 and McKenzie, all that's left is Barkov and Ekblad. Um, Kachuk isn't going anywhere. Bennett, Bennett doesn't fit that role. Yeah. Reinhardt, um, what, what's, what's his contract situation? This is year two of a three or a one four. more year yes. of six. Yes, six and a half. So you still got to work something out with Rhino. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, because Rhino's going to get an extension. Definitely. Right. If you've got if you've got a big salary cap punk, he'll get a chunk of it. They'll, they'll they'll make it. They'll make a free agency deal, or they'll you know they'll do something, but they'll be fine. Yeah, I just wonder about like you know, are they going to say, oh, we're not going to get Eric Carlson because of his bad contract, and then they're going to sign a bad contract, and you know, probably less short term reward even. Uh, for a player like that, because we know Eric Carlson's playing very well right now. But well, how uh, before... could you? Let, let's just say, okay, if, if you want him in this season, you don't have the assets to do it unless it's Bob. Yeah. So and, and Bob would say Jose no. take and why would San Jose take that on? They wouldn't. Well, to get rid they of would... Carlson and get a uh, get a piece. You get rid of right. Carlson, you get a piece, and you and you lose a year on the contract because Bob is three, Carlson is four. So That's what, why, piece, what what piece does the Panther do the Panthers have to offer in the, in such a fantasy land? That they exactly. got what? Maybe Mackey. That's really the only good piece. Mackey's they have probably right now. it, right? Mackey's probably it. And then all of a sudden you got nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. The the yeah, nothing left down on the farm, and you're gonna see this. You're gonna watch this Charlotte team in the next couple of years be the Michael Delzados of the world. I mean, it's <laughs> you're Who's not no gonna longer have, a Panther. I'm just saying those kind of guys, you know, those kind of guys are going to be your, your AHL team because right now, unless they're, if they find some, some, some really good picks with those fifth round pit there in the fifth round, back to the fifth you round. know, they, they don't, they don't have, they don't have much. Thank God we didn't trade for Tage Thompson. We need that pick. <laughs> You're right. Smart. We got it. We got to draft the next Riley Stillman. No, we have to draft the next Billy Lindsay. Come on, TJ, keep up. There you got him. 
Yeah, that's right. We got uh. <laughs> it'll be it'll, 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 a bargain price. Can Billy suit up? <laughs> well, he, he I mean, he's like he in better shape now than he did then. Ooh, Billy looks in better well, he, shape now than he, he did keeps then. in very good shape. There, yeah. There's no doubt about that. B- Billy's like you know, he looks like a superhero these days. He's like a, yeah. you know, just sinewy. Before before we leave sinewy the subject is exactly altogether. how I describe it. <laughs> Before we leave the subject altogether, uh, let's go around the the room and start with George because he's probably going to have the best feel on this gut feel on what's going to happen with Duclair and clearing the room for him. I don't even, you know, everybody thinks you're going to trade Duclair. Um, I I don't think that's going to happen. I think they try and figure out a way to get him in there. Um, I, I, I really don't know. I have no idea. I, I, I've written this before. I have no idea how they're going to do it because there's no logical sense, but something illogical will happen. Right. Uh, yeah. So you're going to bring back Hornquist and maybe something happens to Hornquist again or something happens to, but, but there's only like four or five guys that, that could leave this lineup where the money makes sense. So I don't know. And I don't see them trading Bennett. I don't see them trading Bennett to keep, to keep declare um, because you're really thin at center. It, I, I really, I have no idea, but they, but they've got a plan. They, listen, they, they, they've got a front office of like five ex general managers and they've got an army of, 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 of analytical people yeah. and they've got plan a through double Z. I mean, they, they've got every, they, they've got a scenario for something to happen. Um, none of this happens by luck or by, you know, when, when they, when somebody goes on LTIR, they're ready to pad they, they know exactly where they're going with it. Um, as far as Duclair goes, they got to do something. I don't know what it's going to be, but they'll do something. And then we'll all go out. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. What do you guys? It's going to be Hornquist, who's been yeah. injured, who's been put on LTIR twice, or who's at least been yeah. injured twice. Post concussion yeah. syndrome. But, take the but he's are, but he's already now. He's actually practicing with the team, so you can't hide him. He's right. eligible to come back after Christmas, so he'll miss these next two games, and then he can play. He's right. he's done after after Friday. Right. Friday. Every, every time we've seen Patrick Hornquist to LTIR, my thought is, okay, so there's the cap space for Anthony Duclair. And right, they but, break but the timing back. ain't right. The time is now. Now you need him to go on now. You right. know. So now you could Barkov keep him now. on. You could keep him <laughs> on all year. But you've got you know the NHL. If he's right. practicing with the team five games into it, like pretty quickly, he was already back on the ice. It's it's going to be hard to pull that one. Right. They, they can't just make a handshake deal with the NHL. Like they <laughs> well, did maybe, I mean, if the NHL, if the listen, if the NHL's not enforcing it, and if the player union isn't complaining about it, I don't know. But, it, you know, at least in Tampa Bay um, two years ago, um, you know, he had off-season hip surgery. It was a short season. Even if when he came back to practice with a month left in the season, Tampa Bay could still honestly say he's not game red. No, right. he was for game one. We all know how it went. But realistically, you could make that, that claim. Same with uh, Stamkos went on long-term right before the yeah. trade deadline. I mean, that was a little fishy, but he did get hurt at the right time. Kind of like Ekblad got hurt for the Panthers at the trade deadline. Florida just did yeah. nothing with it. They had all that right. cap space and they got, they got a six pick. and what's and when they got, what they took, what's his name's contract. 
Yeah. From from Carolina, fifty percent. Well, thing is, they were out of ammo. Max That's yeah, Max right. Dome. No, no, they were. They had no more big draft picks, right? But they could have. They had enough salary cap space to add a real player. They just yep. didn't have a draft pick. Yeah, and also, right. how much would that have helped? I mean, the like, where would they have even oh, been able yeah, to no, reinforce? No, yeah, right. I don't know. If you yeah. spend right. assets somewhere other than on Ben Sherat, just... <laughs> well, he was the first move. So I know. yeah, that was right. The, that but was that the was the move. that was the move. The three of us just never wanted, and then Baffled. when it happened. We, Drew, we, we were on board. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, Drew, I, I mean, was everybody's complained really, about but... Drew and everything. It's like, good luck, you know. Nobody was complaining about him when he had, like, what, 20 assists or something? Yeah, he was, I mean, he was, he was like, way better one, than I thought he was going to be. Yeah, he was so good for Florida. Right. Um, if you spend yeah. a first in Tice Milanic on a good defenseman, then last postseason might be a different story. Probably not, but you know whatever. No, probably not. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm let's not, not waste. Let's blame everything on Ben Sherat, but Ben Sherat caused four losses consecutively, and also them to look like outplayed against the Capitals. Probably it's not. a butterfly effect, though. It is you know, a if bit, you trade but for like someone else, then oh, there could be a lot of things that are different. Yeah, no, no doubt about. Not it, the least like... of which is maybe we wouldn't. Be... Anyway, that was market yeah, value. That's what he was going to go <laughs> yeah. for to somebody. And, I know, I know. You know, and then the market value in the in the off season suddenly was only like sixteen million dollars or whatever. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- moving on. So on LTIR, because you mentioned something, how Kucherov practiced for a month. Why hasn't the NHL adopted a similar rule like the NFL, where if you're if you're designated to come off IR or the pup list, you can only practice for so, so many amount of weeks before you either have to come off or you're on IR the rest of the season. How has that not been adopted yet? Like the Kucherov because thing. the general the, because the general managers don't want it because they all know they're going to be up against the cap and they don't want to be the team that get the handcuffs. That's why this this rule could have been changed in 2021 <laughs> after yeah. the playoffs. You could have changed that rule. In fact, somebody brought it up. And it got shot down like immediately. These general managers want that, you know, want that arrow and they're, you know, they want it. They want to have it. Mm-hmm. That's an asset for them is it being, but now, but, but you can't always fake it because guys do want to play. Do you really think Hornquist, you, hey, hey, Patrick, you're going to have to fake it for three months? No, not he at all. He ain't that kind of guy. Right. Unless that deal was already made preseason. I don't know. <laughs> Kucherov that seems very plausible. more than happy to take the, the year off and come back for the playoffs. Well, he had, he had hip surgery in yeah. December, and the season yeah. started in January, and it was, it was a very serious months. injury. It was a yeah. sprint. That, everybody yeah. complained about that, but it was legit. The guy yeah. had hip surgery. They, they did delay the surgery, I believe, which was the one thing that people legitimately had a gripe about. But like it wasn't okay. like he it was, was a healthy. fifty-six game crap shoot yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah. It, it, you are you are correct about this like way more than other people are. Like a lot of people tend to think that that was total chicanery, but it it really wasn't. Well, Stamkos may have been. Stamkos may have been chicanery. I like that. That's good stuff. That may, I mean, because it came right before the trade deadline that allowed them to get Ian Cole, that allowed them to get somebody else. Um, the timing of Stammer's injury was, you know, and he was right back on the ice practicing. Yeah. The irony the, was the, that the Stamkos it, one was, was, yeah, fishy. The irony of it was this all started with uh, the Patrick Kane injury tied into the Panthers caused by Alex Petrovich. That uh, allowed them to get Antoine Vermette at the trade deadline and win the cup over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. And then they 
tried to change that rule in the offseason about LTIR. And I think that the only team that voted with them was Nashville. There was only one other team. Listen, anyway, if you're if you're Anaheim, if you're the Anaheim Ducks right now, you're voting against it. Yeah, yeah. You guys shouldn't be able to cheat because you got $40 million under the cap. Everybody <laughs> yeah. else is right up against it, right? And if you want to be able to, to, to help your team out, and that's only good for business. That means more. If you're the union, you've got an 80, $82 million salary cap, but you could have the Panthers paying $90 million in salaries with guys on LTIR. I mean, yeah. it, how, how's that bad business? Nope. I want to bring it back to this team as we've been going on for a while. Well, I want to go around the room just like you had the idea, TJ, and we'll start with George again. What needs to change about the Panthers or what would you do to change this team to get them back on track? Obviously, the team they were last year is gone. They're not coming back. Yeah, But this is still a team that should be comfortably in the playoffs, and they're sitting at an 84-point pace. What do you think needs to change? I don't know. I like, cause we've said it every, every game is different. I mean, it's not like they're doing, Oh, that's the same. You know, there, there've been a couple games where it's been the same old story, but it's always been something different. Um, listen, they, they, they don't have depth that hurts. Um, I think the AHL guys this time around have been pretty, pretty nice additions to the team. You look at uh, Zach Dolphy, uh, Hepo Noemi, uh, has been really, has been noticeable. Um, Denisenko has been noticeable, which is a huge improvement from, oh, from yeah. before. So, um, so I think that's helped a little bit here in the interim, but I think they just need to get healthy and everything. But even when they get healthy, you're back to 20 players on your roster and, and you know, and then you're stretching things a little bit. Um, I have no problem with the, with the stalls. Um, if this was last year, um, when you had when you were allowed to have 23 players and you right. could rest guys I just think that this was the wrong year to be doing it but let's not forget when those deals were made with the Stahl brothers the Panthers thought that they were going to have uh, Jonathan Huberto and and Mackenzie Weger on this team because those were free agency deals two weeks before Kachuk goes on the market so Florida was going to at least go into this season with 21 players and not 20 but Anyway, you know, so not that it's any better, but that that maybe if Kachuk gets traded to the Panthers a week before free agency, we might have seen the team do some different things. That's 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 all I'm saying. That yeah, makes sense. that makes a lot of sense. Uh, unfortunately, I feel like the the mistakes that were made were kind of marginal because like I, I've been saying it all year, you know, maybe sometimes more than other times. But, you know, this this is a good team. They're playing good and the bounces just haven't gone their way. And I, I genuinely people believe get, that. People get tired of hearing you say that, though, don't they? They, 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 they absolutely sure do. do. Oh, boy, do they. But when yeah, you and that's game, part of the reason why I'm – That's part of the reason why I'm not on Twitter. And I mean, I look at the things that I disagree with. And, like, I've been saying all year that, like, I don't like the fact that Eric Stahl is in the lineup. But if you look at the overall impact that he's had, it's not really like things would be massively different if that was Chris Tierney or some other replacement-level right. guy. Absolutely. I don't really think and and the same is true of Mark Stahl. I mean, Mark Stahl has overall been a seventh defenseman, you know. Been fine. That's what he was he's playing had, here to he, be. Yeah, he hasn't been he hasn't been excellent. You know, he hasn't been Josh Mahura, who's been outstanding. Nice surprise. But you know, right? he, he hasn't been the worst player in the league either. You know, it, it's it's tempting to say like those guys are costing them and that's why they're under five hundred or or it's oh, you know, Paul Maurice wasn't here when they were really good and now he's here and they're not really good, so it's his fault but i mean like 
the evidence for that, I just cannot find. Like, yeah. believe me, everybody is on that train. And I understand why, but I cannot get on that train because I just cannot find the plausible reason to say it. And it's it's not like I think that he's a great coach, but like they're playing well every night. Yeah, the, the depth isn't why this team is losing games. It's it's their stars aren't putting it together at the same time. Like Reinhardt gets hot while Kachuk is sick. Kachuk is sick. Reinhardt was ice cold while Kachuk was was ice hot at the beginning of the season. Barkov has not been Barkov all year. Yeah. Um. And then and, 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 yeah, who was who was getting who was finally warming up before he got hurt? Anton Lundell. Yeah, I think he yeah. had goals in three straight games or something. Yeah, and yeah. he had, he had been totally invisible before. I'll, that. I'll even say, but Barkov, between his illness and his injury, was starting to actually look like Barkov again, and yep. then yeah. took a stick to the knee. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Barkov just, had a couple good games there. I mean, TJ, oh, yeah. he looks, This probably ends up being amazing. the episode title. It's just, it's always something. It's always something. That's absolutely the, the episode title. And I mean, the, the, these seasons they happen. And it's like I said before, some people will say, well, how long can it be that they're just getting unlucky? It can't be this many games in a row. My response would be, yes, it can. This is this is how hockey works. Yeah. It's a very luck-based game, unfortunately. Yeah. It is. Yeah. George, what are your holiday plans that you want to share with us? Yeah. Um, holiday plans, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling um, up and down Sunrise Boulevard. Um, <laughs> nice. I might go from Plantation to Cooper City, maybe to the Pines. Good stuff, y'all. Anybody doing anything fun? Just having Hanging the family around. over. All there right. Same Everybody here, same have here. a good have a good real, holiday, real, everybody. Real, really quick, just like a one <laughs> one sentence thoughts on the eighty four game schedule. Who cares? I don't Proposal. Like it. I, I give you a listen. They've got they're playing way too many games as it is. They, yeah. I agree. I, I mean, look, look at, look at, look at this arena. You've got already, no, the, the, the trend is to play less regular yeah. season games, not more. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to do it. So Toronto and Buffalo can play more. New York can play New York more. Um, no, we saw it. We saw it during the pandemic and they're, they're crediting the pandemic for why they want to go back to it, to, to go back to those, you know, North central Canada, whatever. That sucked, man. You played you played Columbus eight times. You played yeah, Detroit. It, it got old fast. Um, I remember when I first started covering the Panthers. The Panthers were in the Southeast Division. Um, they played it. They played everybody in the Southeast at least six times. It got right. old. It was like, oh, geez, hey, guess what? Washington's here again. Yeah. Here comes yeah. here come the Thrashers. Right. Honestly, guys, is there is there juice for Tampa Bay, Florida in the regular season? Because in my opinion, no, no. There's Even juice in Tampa Friday, and Florida, Saturday, and that's it. There should be. That is my answer. There but should be, but the there NHL isn't regular, yet. the NHL regular season, it's it's too long. Each individual game is just too meaningless. And that's pretty much where we're going to end off this episode. Everybody, make sure to rate us five stars on. I don't know what's a what's a good place to celebrate Hanukkah. Oh my god, Tipsy, you're putting me on the spot right tipsyels. now. Tipsyels.com. Ra- rate us five stars on there where you get your holiday. Uh, ugly christmas sweaters ugly christmas sweaters there you go all right george thank you so much for joining us guys florida hockey now if you're not subscribed for 30 dollars a year what are you doing that's the best panthers coverage there is uh go savannah bananas merry christmas and happy hanukkah to you rest in peace grant wall 
for Jacob Langsam and TJ Peterson. I'm Alex Lopez. This is another episode of Panther Pre. Happy holidays, everybody. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more.